This is episode 14 of The Kingdom is Here. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about something that's maybe a little bit, oh, I don't know, let's say controversial, a little bit um, eye-opening, maybe some awareness, but also hopefully something that gives us hope that in all of this season that we're in, in the, the complete, I would say, destruction of so many things in our world that is around us, we as people of God ought to have hope. We should live in a place of hope. And sometimes um, hope deferred, when hope is deferred and it's put out, it, it can make the heart sick. We get that. But when that which you desire has come, Proverbs says, it's, it's like the tree of life. Well, I have some really good news that the thing which is to come is the kingdom of God. And by the way, it's here. All right, let's just see where this goes. This is Nathan Kirk, and I've got really good news. So I want to start this off uh, today by actually reading something out of the Bible. Imagine that, right? But this is found in the book of Genesis chapter 8. And I also want to read in Luke chapter 17. If you're driving, don't follow along. Just listen. <laughs> but let's go ahead and dive in. Genesis 8 says this. It says, Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. That's creepy. Um, so that they may abound on the earth. Let them loose and they know what to do and they know how to grow and survive. It's like we are not the experts of the earth. <laughs> the earth knows what to do. Okay, I'm just going to go on. That was a little insert there. That was from me. It says, and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every animal, every creeping thing, every bird, and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. That's a very precious scene. All their families, right? It's family vacation. I've had worse. No, I haven't. Okay. Focus. Verse 20. <laughs> then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer and night and day shall not cease. There we have some imagery and a description of the things that are happening after the flood and after humanity and all the living creatures on the earth have been saved. And... It's really interesting there that the Lord, he, he puts some things quite plainly. I, I really love what he says in his heart. Like when the Lord says something in his heart, we really ought to pay attention to that. 
I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. It lets us know. The scripture lets us know that that is something that is quite honestly to be expected. Unfortunately. But yeah, it's to be expected. Like, why are we so surprised at what we see around us? Why are we so shocked that left to their own devices, humanity is not good or moral or pure? I mean, my goodness, even hearing some of the things about people who profess to be Christians and some of the things that they have gone through, put themselves through or struggled with um, that's been brought out, um, it's, it's not a very pleasant word that the world likes to think of, but the word for that is sin. And to be honest, in our world that we live in, it's not a matter of what is right or wrong. More so, it's a matter of is there a right or is there a wrong? Or is there even such a thing as evil? And the way that I talked about the tipping point last week, right? So the way that this is going and moving is that what is good is actually being called evil. So we see this happening in our world. And sadly, as Christians, we it's like we, we think that there's some scandal going on. Oh my word, how can this be? Well, I'll tell you how it can be. It is a world that has forsaken God. You know, there's that term that it is God forsaken. Oh no, no. He died for this world. He died for us. He has not forsaken us. He is as close as the very mention of his name. But this world has forsaken him. But I want to go on in Luke chapter 17 is a passage I want to read today because um, this ought to give us a little bit of hope about something. We understand that we live in a fallen, fallen world. But Follow along or listen along in Luke 17, verse 20. It says, Now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, right? So imagine that. Like they're surrounding him and they're saying, Okay, Lord. All right, Jesus. Okay, sir, <laughs> teacher, rabbi, whatever the title they gave him. They said, When will the kingdom of God come? You're so wise, so smart, and you see so much. Like, tell us, when will the kingdom of God come? He answered and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there. Like, look over here, look over there. No, no, no. He says, for indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Then he turns to his disciples and he says, the days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, look here or look there. They'll try to get your attention and tell you, look over here, look over there. That's where your salvation is coming from. Do not go after them or follow them. Hear this today. If you're listening and, and you believe in this kingdom of God in you, don't go after them. Like, Don't follow them. Don't follow the leaders as gregarious as they may be. Right? As much charisma as they might have, even as convincing as some of their poor logic might be. Don't go after them. Don't follow them. For as the lightning that flashes out 
of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. As though that weren't happening in our generation as well, right? But here this last verse that I'm going to read today. And this is Luke 17, 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. It's that lightning quick move and transition. And he's saying, you want to talk about the kingdom? The kingdom will happen fast. It will happen powerfully. It will be bright and no one will be able to deny it. Try as much as they will. It will happen quickly. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. When he returns for his bride, when he returns for his people, when his kingdom is fully established, it's going to be quick. It will be fast and bright and powerful and strong, and no one will be able to deny it. I want to leave you with this thought today, and, and next week we're going to dive in. So I want you to kind of listen because here's a little, little something for next week that I want to talk about, and it is... It is those days of Noah, as it was in the days of Noah. Well, we're going to talk about that next week. What were those days of Noah like? We're going to see, does that relate at all to any of the days that we're seeing today? If you're listening, you're like, oh, well, I'm sure it does. And yeah, I kind of know the answer. Well, okay, maybe you do. And and sure enough, it does. Like, spoiler alert, it does. (laughs) But the point is, like, how close does it relate Are we getting real close to that? I think we are. So listen in, but I just want to leave you with this. The kingdom of God is not over there. It's not over here. It's not found in the things of this world, the systems, governments of this world, the powers of this world. It's not. It's not. Don't look over there for your hope or your salvation. You will not find it. Don't look over there to be delivered especially in the day where you need deliverance, you will not find it. Instead, you will find yourself enslaved. No, it's not here. It's not there. The kingdom is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. It's here. It's now. And it's within you. And he has not forsaken you. He knows your name. He wants to put his name on you. And if he has put his name on you, you have the greatest name on the face of the earth that has been named and shall be named. The kingdom of God is within you. So take that to heart. That no matter where you go, what you do, what you go through and what you face. And that's not just hyperbole to get us through the rest of this podcast. That's a reality greatest kingdom of all is within you. I hope this is helpful. God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth.